Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning into the Blossoming Britney podcast. This is episode nine. Wow. Episode nine. And I'm really, really looking forward to this episode. Um, I got some great things to kind of dive into and to delve into some things that I've been meditating on and just sharing with you guys some of the things that God has been teaching me. Um, And I just want to share them with you. Um, So before I get started, I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for taking your time to listen to me, to listen to me share, to listen to me kind of pour out. Um, I don't know how you found this podcast, if you found it on the blog or if you found it through social media or if one of your amazing friends sent it to you. But I just want to say thank you. Um, You could be doing anything else, but you chose to listen to me and that means a lot. So thank you so much. Um, I do want to encourage you to visit the blog it's blossomingbritney.co. There are some great new posts up. Um, I just wrote a post about um, Joseph in the Bible from Genesis and how important it was for him to go to jail and to be sold into slavery and how without those things, you know, it could have been different for him. So if you want to read more, just like I said, visit the blog, blossomingbritney.co. I really, really enjoy that post. So I'm super duper excited about it. It's called, oh my gosh, what is it called? I just wrote it and I can't remember. Only me. Um, Trusting God in the process. Ha, there it is. So go ahead and check that out. I'm not even going to edit that out because I really don't want to. That's the reality of what it's like to sit and have a conversation with me. I forget stuff. I just do. Anywho. Now that this shameless plug is out the way, um, I today want to talk about the heart, not the organ that, you know, pumps blood from veins to the arteries and all of that stuff, but I'm talking about the heart, your central being, your central, um, the central part of you that, uh, controls your emotions, that holds your deepest feelings and your deepest feelings thoughts and fears and the part of you that um everything else that you do stems from it's called the heart because it is much like you know the organ in your body that everything you do you would die without your heart like without blood flowing and pumping through your veins so it's important that you know we understand the importance of our heart um a couple weeks ago um, as I'm recording this, it is April. So a couple of weeks ago, I was planting some bulbs in my front yard. And um, every year I dig them up and I put them back in. Okay, I'm lying. I'm, I'm totally lying. You're supposed to pull them up and put them back in. And the first year I didn't do it. I just let them stay. But last year I did dig them up. And so it was time for me to replant them. And as I was doing that, God began to teach me some things. Um, He was showing me how as you, well, let me just backtrack. When I was digging the dirt, like digging the soil, trying to make space to put these bulbs in, a couple things happened. Like I had to dig off the top layer, but I had to keep digging deeper and deeper in order to make enough room for them to go into the ground and actually be secure. Had I not 
dug far enough, if I didn't dig deep enough, um, the roots wouldn't have, the roots won't take. They would just get pushed up. And as a matter of fact, the day that I was planting them, we were set to have like a really big storm. That was the main reason I, I went out to plant them because I was like, sweet, I'm not going to have to water them because it's going to rain anyway. But I also wanted to make sure that uh, I did dig them, dig up the hole, dig the hole deep enough. So that way, when it stormed, when it got really windy and really bad, that it, they wouldn't come up out of the ground. But as I was digging um, some of the holes, like I would dig and I would think that I would be digging up, digging up, that I would be deep enough and um, I would just like scoop the dirt once more and my shovel would hit something that I couldn't see. It would hit something that was deeper in there than, I, than what I thought, like um, it would hit a rock or a pebble or some hard earth that would need to be broken up um and it took a lot of effort it took a lot of strength for me to do it but it was it was totally necessary because if I were to try to put this bulb in the ground on top of a like a rock the roots wouldn't be able to take they wouldn't be able to take root they would try to grow down but what would happen is that rock would block what I was trying to do it would it the rock would block the growth I feel like Dr. Seuss the rock would block the growth the growth um <laughs> but seriously the rock would be in the way and the plant that I would have taken all that time to plant it would have died because there's no root system because of something in the way and like as deep as I thought I was I wasn't deep enough for some of them. I had to keep digging in order to move these things out of the way in order to make space for the the plant to grow and to then, you know, create this flower and this this beautiful, which it'll be really gorgeous. They're canna lilies. Look them up. They're gorgeous red flowers. Anywho, sidetracked. So what does this have to do with the heart? I know you're listening like Brittany. I thought you said you were going to talk about the heart. I am. I promise I am. If you haven't kind of already caught on, this is what God has to do in our hearts. He has to dig out things from our central being. Like I said, our, our, the core of who we are in order for him, him to be able to plant things in us, to be able to plant his love and his goodness and the fruit of the spirit, the love, the joy, peace, patience, the kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. God can't plant the fruit, the seed, sorry, he can't plant the, the seed of the fruit of the spirit without him first doing the work to dig up those things in our hearts and in our minds um, that need to be dealt with. And sometimes we may think that we've gotten to a place where um, we we think that we've gotten to a place where we dug deep enough. But sometimes God just has to go in a little bit deeper. He has to go and search um, just a little bit further because there are things that are in our hearts that we're not aware of. But in things that we can't see without going that deep. 
and none of us have x-ray vision. I know that I don't have x-ray vision. I can't even see into my heart. And that's exactly what Jeremiah was saying um, in Jeremiah chapter 17. Um, I should have told you guys to get your Bible because it's important that you jot down these scriptures and you highlight them and you allow the Holy Spirit to um, illuminate them and give you revelation and minister them to you. So that way you can really get hold of what God is saying. Um, but in Jeremiah chapter 17, verse nine, I'm reading out of the new living translation. This is one of my favorite translations. This says the human heart is the most deceitful of all things and desperately wicked. Who really knows how bad it is? It then goes on in verse 10 to say, but I, the Lord, search all hearts and examine secret motives. So God can see what's in our hearts. Only he can go in and examine our hearts and search what's in there and, and begin to do the work to pull up those things that are not like him. Those are rocks of insecurity, those rocks of um, rejection, the rocks of self preservation, like I talked about in a couple podcasts ago, the rocks of um, independence, the rocks of anger and bitterness and jealousy and envy and all of those rocks and things that are buried deep in our hearts that we can't see, those things that are not like him, that'll prevent him from being able to do what he really wants to do in our lives. We have to really allow God to go into our hearts and begin to search and pull up those things that are desperately wicked. The things that are um, deceitful to us. Things that are, There are things in our hearts, and I found this to be true of myself. There are things that are in my heart that I think that I thought were harmless. But as they surface, they create an issue and they create a problem. That there's no way that I could have realized, you know, that was even a thing. So really allowing God to go into our hearts and to deal with these things is necessary for us to really be able to grow and do everything that he wants and, and calls us to do. You guys know, if you listen to any of these other podcasts, my whole thing is about us growing to be more like Christ, like as I'm growing, hence the name Blossoming Brittany, as I'm growing, I'm sharing with you guys, you know, the areas that God is stretching and developing me. And I, my whole thing is that we all grow together. I'm not past any of this. Like literally God is in this season right now dealing with my heart and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It hurts. You know, when I was digging up those rocks, it it was rough and it took some work and it, it, it created a, a, Literally, I had a callus on my, my thumb. It's finally going down. But, like, it took some effort in order to get to that place. And we have to really be willing and open to allow the Holy Spirit to do that work, to go in and to dig out our hearts. I love what David said um, in Psalm, Psalm 139, verse 23 and 24. Jot that down. Psalm 139, 23 and 24. I'm also reading out of the New living translation with this one. He says, search me, O God, and know my heart. That word know there means to be intimately acquainted with my heart. Like God, because only you can know my heart. I want you to be intimately acquainted with everything that's in my heart. He says, test me and know my anxious thoughts. God, what is it in me that makes me 
feel and do the way that feel the way that I feel and do the things that I do. He goes on to say in verse 24, point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. This man was a man that knew that his heart was evil and desperately wicked and that it could hide stuff that there was probably stuff in his heart that he didn't know about. Why else would he say, search me? I don't know about you, but if you ever searched for, for keys, it's because you didn't know where they were because you had to put forth effort to toss aside, um, couch cushions and maybe like dig at the bottom of your purse or like check all of your pants pockets or just like looking up underneath the couch or looking all over the counters. Like when you search, you put forth effort to find that which is not obvious. And so when he says, search me, oh God, he's saying, search me, come and come and look, come pull back all the layers, come toss up, like toss the pillows. Like if you have to make it a mess, that's fine. Whatever it takes for you to do to search my heart and point out the things in me that are not like you here so you can have it because he recognized that those things were, um, they were detrimental to his growth and to his development. There was no way that he could be like God and have, you know, his life transformed if there were things in him that offended God. We have to get to that point where, God, I'm so desperate for you that no matter the cost and no matter what it takes, no matter what you put your finger on and what you what you're after, you can have access to it. I was praying last night in Bible study. I was just like, God, like I give you full access to every part of my heart. I don't want there to be any space that's off limits. I don't want there to be anything in me that keeps me from you. I don't want there to be any room, any chamber, any hallway, like nothing. Like have your way at everything in me. And a prayer like that is a prayer that breeds transformation. And I want to be transformed into Christ likeness. I want to be made like him so bad, like so bad. Nothing is worth me holding on to. There's absolutely nothing that I can say that, you know, is worth. There's nothing that's. There's nothing that I can hold on to. There's nothing in me, no mindset, no reason, no excuse. Nothing is worth me not being able to be made like Christ and to love like Christ and to love others like Christ and to display his character and to display his goodness and his kindness and his power and his authority. In my heart, I, in my heart, I want to be like Christ. And so because of that, I got to give him my heart. I got to give him access to my heart. And because, you know, I reckon, I recognize and realize that you know, my heart is filthy. Even my good desires in comparison to the goodness of God, it's not, it can't measure up. There's, I'm not, there's no good in me aside from the goodness and the righteousness that comes from him. Like we are filthy and I was going to not say it, but seriously, we are filthy. Like our hearts, our thoughts, our desires, everything in us. Until we submit it to God, until we give it over to him, it is all filthy. 
and that's another scripture I want to want to just focus on real quick today before I end this podcast. Psalm 51 verse 10. David said, create. He said, I'm reading this one out of the English. Nope, I'm sorry. This one is the Christian standard Bible. It's God. He said, oh my gosh, I can't get this out. I can read, I promise. <laughs> Psalm 51.10. He says, God, create a clean heart for me and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Verse 11 says, do not banish me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. David had gone through some stuff. He just, you know, was out here doing what he wanted to do. This was after the time that he had gotten caught up with Bathsheba. Another shameless plug. I wrote a blog post about David and his um, tryst with Bathsheba and, you know, the mess and the nonsense that comes from that. And that is also on the blog. But anywho, this scripture, um, David was talking about, he was talking to God after his heart displayed the evilness and the wickedness. Because there were some things in David's heart that he hadn't allowed God to deal with, it put him in a position and in a situation where he sinned against God terribly. And like, I guarantee David didn't realize and recognize that stuff was still in there until it creeped up. And here he is in a mess with some other man's wife. Seriously, go read the blog post. I dive way deep into it. Um, and when all this stuff happened and David came face to face with the prophet Nathan, who was like, yo, God saw what you did and God knows it broke David because David was like, he was disgusted with himself. He was disgusted with his heart. And until we get to a place where God, I don't want this, this wickedness, this filth, this ickiness in me. It reminds me so much when my daughter was little, she did not like to touch things that were like icky and she just wasn't, she didn't like to be dirty. She hated it. And anytime she like got something on her hands, she would cry out to me. She'd be like, she would just cry like, mom, like, I need you to wash this right now. Like, I don't, I don't want my hands dirty. I, she, she could not stand it. And until we get to a point into a place where we realize that our hearts are the same way and we have that same level of disgust, then we won't cry out, God created me a clean heart. When we have things in us that are icky and disgusting, it keeps us from being able to have close access and communion with God's spirit. God's spirit doesn't, doesn't want to dwell in a place that's filthy and messy and dirty and disgusting and nasty. So that's why he said, he said, don't take your spirit from me. Like, I know that there's stuff in me, God, that's not like you. So take it, have it, clean it up because your spirit means way more to me than me holding on to my stuff. So we have to get to the place where we really allow the Holy Spirit and the work of God, the Holy Spirit who does the work of God to come in, to clean our hearts, to remove the gunk, to get rid of the filth, to tear up those things and to dig up those rocks in, in order to make a place for him to dwell, to make a place for him to live and to abide so that way he can plant the seeds of the fruit of the spirit. And we really begin to see growth in our life. I know that this is really where I am. I'm getting to the place where I divorce 
every single mindset, every hiccup, every reason, every excuse, everything that's in in me, that's not like God. And anytime God puts his finger on something, I'm not going to hold on to it um, as not ready to give it to him. If he puts his finger on it, that means he's found something in my heart that's not like him. And at this point, I'm saying, God, you can have it all. You can have every part of me. And I really want us to get there. Like us as a community of people or you who just happen to listen to this for the first time or whatever. If you're listening to this for the first time, the fifth time, the the, the 20th time, I don't care. Like as we have to be in a position where our hearts are continually submitted to God and whatever he asks for, we're willing to give it to him because our goal Our main agenda and our main focus is to be made more like him so that he can use us for his glory. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I just come to you and I say, God, here's my heart. Lord, I open up as a proxy for those who are listening to this podcast. God, and I pray that by your spirit that you begin to do such a work in our hearts God, that you begin to transform our hearts into your likeness. Spirit of God, begin to massage our hearts. Begin to do things in our hearts that only you can do. Lord, your word says that the heart is desperately wicked. Who can know it? Well, God, you know it. You know our hearts. You know the things that are in there that are not like you. I pray that by your spirit that you begin to do the work in us and to remove those things. I give you permission to dig in deep and to to unearth things that are not like you, that you can have your way in us, that you can live and dwell among us, that our hearts can be a place of residence for you. God, we sacrifice ourselves unto you. We sacrifice our mindsets. We sacrifice God's our, God, our habits. We sacrifice God, anything in us that's not like you. Just like David prayed, search our hearts, oh God. Search us and know our hearts. Come and test us and know our anxious thoughts, oh God. Point out anything in us that's not like you, anything in us that offends you, and begin to lead us, God, along the path of everlasting life. We present our lives as living sacrifices, that you burn up and consume those things, God, that are not like you, that you have room to do what you want to do. God, I invite you in to begin to plant the seeds of the fruit of the spirit begin to plant the seeds of righteous living so God that way God our lives will be transformed into your likeness and when people see us God they'll see you they won't see us they won't see our hurts they won't see our excuses God but they will see you father I ask you to do it by your spirit father I give you praise and honor and glory for what you are already beginning to do in our hearts what you're already beginning to do in our lives Do what only you can by your spirit. I just say thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I know it was a little bit longer than some of my other ones, but there was too much for me that I couldn't just not get it out. God is really doing something in this season with his people, and I I just pray that, you know, you're open to what he's doing, that you're open to him coming in and sweeping, clean sweeping your house. It's spring cleaning time. So God is about to do some spring cleaning of his people. So I pray that you really let him in. I pray that, you know, this blessed you, that it challenged you, but also that you are able to submit to him in a brand new way.
If you have questions um, or you want to reach out to me, you want to talk more about this, I'm always open for that. You can email me at Hiya, H-I-Y-A, Hiya at BlossomingBrittany.co. You can find me on social media at BlossomingBrittany. Or you can, of course, go to the blog, um, BlossomingBrittany.co, and click the contact button and reach out to me. So I thank you so much for tuning in. If you have not already, please subscribe to the podcast. Please feel free to share this with your friends and family who you know will benefit from this. And I think that we all could do more with God searching our hearts. So just share this with your friends and family. Um, Also, if you are listening on iTunes, please rate this because the more ratings that I get, the higher up on the list it goes. So again, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you taking some time out to listen to this podcast. Um, And as I always say, let's continue to grow together as we grow in him. Until next time.